please make welcome the Ball and All podcast, James Tiger Woods, Beric Eckerbarts, and the king of speaking in the third person, Steve Condor Condo Condon. Okay, we are back on the couch. Barnsley's back from the Knights. Woody's uh, coaching uh, the uh, the next echelon of CT surfers. Sati, you're back. Good morning. Two in a row. Two in a row. Yeah, good. You must be short on cash. We've got to pay you, haven't we, per, <laughs> per episode? I'll invoice you later. Yeah, good on you. Uh, and Jared, you're on the phone. I am too, yeah. I'll, I'll pop an invoice through too. Yeah, they yeah. send you an invoice through. It'll it'll go to the same place that Condos invoices go, go to. That's the bin. Um... <laughs> The uh, happy Easter anyway, everyone, all yeah, our yeah, listeners good. out there. How good is it? We get four days off. I think uh, North Coast, we're going to get good weather. We've got plenty of good footy games coming up. Yeah. I mean, just, And uh, we've got the Masters. Yeah. Can't oh, wait for that. Condo, I can see your chubby right oh, now. Oh, mate. So, so, excited. <laughs> so excited. I've got more bets on than the Masters than I can keep up with. Between me and Woody, we've got bets on everyone. And but hey, we'll get to that. And you let it slip the other day. Well, you didn't let it slip. It was your birthday. And did I see you got you got a putter for your birthday? A new putter? Uh, for off, I, I saw you. You didn't really have to bring this up. But, yeah, yeah it was my birthday the other day. What did you get, mate? Yeah. Uh, I actually, my birthday present was, and um, funnily enough, it actually arrived on my birthday. So when, when I was in New York, I got fitted for a putter. Fitted? Yeah, and I had to wait because it was uh, a special order and it turned up to Donza's office. Scotty Cameron? Or what would you get? No, it's an even roll. And I used it yesterday. Mm. For the, I just Even put it straight roll. in the bag yesterday and used it, and uh, I'm very happy with it. How oh, did you roll? How'd they roll? You, you know. uh, I putted really good. I had a good round. Yeah, no, so I'm um, very happy with He's it. He's a good putter condo, isn't he? Oh, Barry Ambrose. He's just. It's, it's what he rates himself on. Yeah. Yeah. Drive for show, putt so for nothing, <laughs> Gents, um, nothing like buying your own birthday present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. They're oh. always the best, though. Yeah, that old trick. Zach and Luke would have put their name on it. You know, two dad. <laughs> love Luke, yeah. love Luke you and You know Zach. what, Satsy? You're 100% correct. <laughs> but you know what we did do? We, they, they did take uh, – the other thing, too, is what happens with, with birthdays is you go out to dinner and you pay. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. we went up to Mezzas the other night. It, Tuesday night, it was absolutely pumping. Was it? It was packed. How good. Yeah, it was Sorry, pumping. Jesus got well. it set up up there. Yeah. Anyway, so into, the, uh, into the NRL. Jared, uh, we've got another really good uh, weekend of, um, of footy this weekend, starting tonight with uh, down in uh, down in Melbourne, the Roosters. Yeah, we have, and uh, a few talking points around the game this week, and uh, a really good cracking round, I think. Can't wait. That'll oh, be I a good game. Like, I, I, I don't know. Who do you pick there? It's a toss of the oh, coin, isn't that's it? That's a toss-up because Jerome Hughes is back for Melbourne, so it's the first time him and Munster have played together since round one. So that tips – it almost tips it in the Storm's favour considering Tedesco's out, but then Joey Manu comes in. They've won seven oh. of their last eight when Manu starts a fullback. I don't know how you pick this. I've, I've dead set updated my tips probably four or five times. Just ping pack, ping ponging back between Melbourne and Roosters, the 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 gap doesn't change. I think I've got it at five. Someone's going to win by five. <laughs> How just, much debate depends. does it create? But it's so good. Like we were sitting here last night having dinner and. 
Don's is blown yeah. up because the week before she actually filled in her tips and then forgot to hit submit. Yeah. Uh, Piggy's like, oh, you oh, know, Storm Roasters. Like, it's so good. The only thing I think, and I know I mentioned it the other day, I just think Munster could be the difference. Like, he's, I don't know, just he's just his X factor. And if he has a blinder, I just see, like you said, Barnsley, I think it tips Well, give us a wrap story. down on stats, Jared. Firstly, my first question on this game before you get into the preview how do the Roosters travel and how, what, what are their performances like over the years in Melbourne? Well, I'm a little against the flow here, guys. I'm very keen about the Roosters. I nearly made them one of the better bets of the week. Um, <clears throat> listen, their, their record against the Storm, they've, they've, um, uh, they've won five of the last, uh, sorry, lost five of the last six. But overall, their record against them is good. Their travel record is good. I just think they match up exceptionally well here with their muscle and power going through the middle. And I think that uh, the markets and um, many in the public are, are still rating the Storm on who we thought the Storm were 12 months ago and not necessarily the way that they played through the back end of last year and, in my opinion, how they've been playing through recent weeks. And the key thing about the Storm is they've, they've had this massive turnover of their list. Now, what that has meant is, yes, they had a few guys at the back end of their career, but those guys also had a lot of experience, especially around how to play tough and the right attitude and how to make work hard in defence. And so there's been a whole changing of that guard. Uh, they still are without one of their best forwards in Big Nelson and clearly Pap at the back. Now, Munster back last week, Hughes back this week, Grant at nine. They're really key players and, you know, three of the best in their position in the whole competition. But around them are guys still finding their way to have the hardness of attitude in defence that um, Bellamy demands. And last week, they were there to get beat four or five times by the Rabbits. Their defensive stats were just atrocious. And we go back the week before, you know, they should have put uh, the Tigers away by 50 and didn't. And late in that game, there was a, a chance prior to a, a late try by the Storm that the, the Tigers could have come back from nowhere and, and drawn that game up. The week prior to that, they got beat by the Titans. The week prior to that, they got beat by the Bulldogs. Now, I'm not sure that we think that the Titans or the Bulldogs are going to be in the top six this season. So I think there's a little bit of a smoke and mirrors around us thinking where the Storm might be. Sure, back at, in, at home tonight, but I just like where the Roosters are building at the moment. They've got a big muscle power going through the middle. They played the Eels exactly as I thought they might. Uh, back through the middle, kept turning the ball in, opening up um, some room, some yardage, and then their two halves. They've got the smarts to play that. Uh, Manu will slot in really well at the back uh, with Teddy out. Uh, gives them a little bit of flexibility there. And then they add May to the bench, and I think he's, he's a very promising forward. Uh, I'm keen about the Roosters. I think through the middle is the game. Um, I think that they go away, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're not winning by 10 to 12. And I think there's a few points in the game too, so that's the other angle. But I'm certainly keen about the Roosters covering the line. So where have you got it marked, Jared? The differential, about 12 points, have you? Well, no, I, yeah, I've got the game even on, on actual raw numbers, but um, I actually think that the Roosters can end up a couple of tries in front. Yeah, okay. Good news out of the Roosters, boys. Angus Crichton apparently back at training, which is obviously really I good. I think he's playing New South Wales Cup, not this weekend, the weekend after he's penciled in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge great news. Yeah. Well, they've, they've still got, I mean, so let's say he gets through that. They've got Tupanua and Crichton to come back. And Lodge. Mm. And oh, Lodge. sorry, and Lodge. Yeah. Gee, that's a good squad, isn't it? Yeah, I still I still reckon the key to it, a whole thing for them is Warira Hargraves. And at the mm. moment, he's fit. So that gives them a... Uh, 
you know, they even even better chance down there. And they got Tedesco out too. So the, the, the two guys that make a big difference there are JWH and Kiri when they play or don't play, don't you reckon? Yeah. 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 Do, is Warrior Hargraves off contract end of this year? He is. Or is it end of next year? No, he's off at the end of this, this year. year. You think Nick will find him? him? Oh, I think they'll find a way to get him a new apartment or another car and um, car. <laughs> just keep him in there. It'd be a somehow. dealership, wouldn't it, Barton? Well, maybe a dealership. He's been yeah. there for a long time. He has. Um, Jared, uh, second game. Uh, well, firstly, Barnsley, what's the, what's the scoop on how have the Knights trained this week? Um, how do they look? Have they got anyone back? Yeah, there's a really good feeling around the club at the moment. I think, you know, they've, they've come off the back of some, well, I think, pretty good performances, backs against the wall stuff, and there's a good feeling. The issue they've got is just so many injuries. and, that, and They're having a and, bad run, aren't and they? And even mm. it's not just the guys in the first grade. It's New South Wales Cup blokes are all wounded as well. Um, so You, you said know, Adam Clune broke his hand in New yeah, South Wales he's Cup? Yeah, he's broke his hand. So obviously with Tyson Gamble going down with a, a concussion last week, he's got that 11-day stand down. So Clune would have come in, but he's yeah. broken his hand. So I'd say Phoenix Crossland will come into the starting lineup at six. So um, who's played really well for him, to be fair, when he's had his um, opportunities off the bench. So, look, it's a it's a tough game for them and the Warriors. Both teams, I reckon, are tracking. Mm. What Warriors have played really well, they're playing un-Warrior-like in the sense that mm. they're grinding out wins um, and hanging in games. <coughs> like, they were diabolically defensively against the Sharks up until probably half time, the, the, up until halftime where they, they found a way to turn it around. So I think the Shapes is a really tight game this And they're one. back at home. Yeah, Knights are back at home. Warriors second week on the road. So, um, yeah, look, I think it'll be a really it's a it's a key game for both teams. So I've got my um, fingers well and truly crossed that the Knights can what get is it. And the uh, I mean the media reports on Kalen sounds very positive. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Did a session with him yesterday. He looks really fit. He looks yep. he looks good. He's in a good headspace. So um, I'm, look, I think that the target is a couple of weeks time. Yeah. Um, Cowboys game or potentially the Eels game. So that's good news for Knights fans. And I think, um, you know, I think good news for Kalen in the sense that he went over there to Canada, a bit unsure of where things are at. But I think um, that that facility he went to in Vancouver deals with all sorts of head injuries. So we're talking elite athletes to uh, dementia, to all sorts of neurological things. And they're big things all about neuroplasticity and being able to train the brain to come back from a lot of stuff that's even worse than where Kalen's, well and truly worse than where yeah, Kalen's right. at. So they gave him a lot of confidence, I think, in the sense that um, he can get through this. So was, it, was it testing, Barnsey, or was it um, actual treatment? Te- testing as well as tools and tools to go with the treatment long term. Getcha. So I think um, the big thing is to know that he's in, a, I think, a good spot right yeah. now. Um, mm. And, yeah, look – the end of the day, some of this is going to come down to luck too, you know. Like you get your head in the wrong spot, yeah. just in simply out of luck, you can, you know. Yep. Some things out of your out of your um, out of your control. Yeah. But look, if he's fit and firing, he gives himself the best chance. Um, you know, he's that talented a player that you know. Fingers crossed it uh, it works out for him. Yeah. So, Jared, how do you see this game matching up? Well, a couple of little points as we get into the, I, I guess, the previewing of the game. And one thing about Webster is it's, it's really obvious now off the field how much they have bought in as a playing group to he as a coach. Now, he's had a very good grounding. He's, he was highly regarded when he was an assistant coach and had come through the lower grades at the Tigers, uh, then followed Ivan Cleary at the uh, Penrith. So he's had you know some very good mentoring and now has his own team. And I spoke to somebody during the course of the last couple of days who's very close to 
um, their senior coaching group and told a couple of stories of how he's managing his team over the last three weeks, but also on a weekly basis. And he's doing a, a few things that are a little different, a little unique, but special in a way that it's brought uh, a real unity and buy-in by the team and uh, some very clever tactics. And so there's a reason that they're four from five. Uh, listen, when I, I lined this game up, I was uh, as a raw number seven between them. I had the Warriors seven in front of, of the Tigers. If I then factor in some um, of the night, sorry, if I then factor in some home ground advantage, you know, I prob- probably back to somewhere around four points. Um, you know, the Knights' record at home has not been great. They won last start. Prior to that, they'd lost their prior six. You know, the Warriors going into Newcastle won five of the last seven. They get two very important ins this week in uh, Tofu Harris, who's the leader of their forwards, is back. Um, Martin's named to play number six. And as Berwick just touched on, you know, I, I said on Monday, I love what the Knights are doing at the moment. For them to be uh, two wins and a draw out of five with all of the injury issues that they've had, in particular missing Kalen, is just outstanding. But once again this week, you know, they lose the guy who's been playing well at six. So they've got to patch that up. They're still without Safidi and Elliott and then a list of other guys um, that um, gives them depth on the bench. Um, tricky game. I just like what the Warriors are doing. I think they've got a bit of self-belief. They've freshened up during the week, and um, what they're doing at the moment is winning footy games. Where's uh, Where's Elliot at, Barnsley? Yeah, a few weeks away just with uh, groin stuff. So, yeah, I think he's... Jeez, he'll be a good addition. Yeah, he will be. I think he's still a little while off yet. But, um, yeah, look, he will be. And that's the unfortunate thing for him is he's had such a mixed preseason. You know, come mm-hmm. off surgery... <clears throat> Barely try, like only got back just before the start of the season, then got injured again. So, you know, he'll be a big in just for his leadership and energy around the group too. So, yeah. Okay. Can the, can the Warriors get up uh, Satsi at home? I reckon it's pretty even. I think for me with um, uh, the uh, – what's his name out at six? Um, Gamble. Gamble at six. I think when you bring in um, either like, Mayor or like Crossland. Crossland. Yeah. I mean, he's a toiler. He tries hard. I don't know. I just feel like that'll be a big out. Um, I think Gamble's been pretty good, mate. Obviously, Jacko leading them around. Yeah, Jack, Jacko um, had his best game last week. He, he played good. particularly yeah. well. Yep. But Tyson, yep. Tyson, you know, he had to do it as well. Yeah. Look, mate, I, look, I'm back in Phoenix to come in and do a job. Do a good for job. Him. He'll yeah. do a good job. There's a great feeling around the club at the moment. But likewise, there is at the Warriors as well. And yep. that's, um, you know, I think Jared's points are valid, you know, with the ins of Tohu Harris and that too. So, um, but yeah, look, mate, I, you know. Come on, Sats. Get up the nights. I know. Oh, mate, I want At to At home, it'll be packed, Sats. Yeah, you'd think so. Easter weekend, it'll be packed. You've got, to, just... you got to go the Joker and take the nights this week. <laughs> yeah, well, uh. true. I just feel that the um, the Warriors have benefited from being able to stay at home in their in their own beds yeah. with their own families. They're not on the road. I feel like that's really well, settled the, them this the year. The thing is, they beat the Sharks away last week in the wet. Yeah. Uh, I down just... 20 nil. Exactly. Which, like you say, isn't warrior-like. No. Um, so they, they're, they're well, on fire this year. For the Warriors, too. How many times in the last 10 years have they gone to Townsville and beat the Cowboys? You know, you, you sure. count that on one hand. So, you know, they're, they're clearly knuckling down. The other thing that's a little bit against the Knights, too, is their record at, at um, winning at home and covering the line is very, very poor. Uh, you know, longer term, the last 13 times they've been at home, they've only covered the line three times. So if the market only has one between them at the moment, again, it's suggesting that the chances of the Knights winning and winning to cover that line are very, very slim. So, you know, I think there's a lot of things against the night with all these injury outs and yeah. 
um, some positives for the, the Warriors. It's the Sunday Arvo game, isn't it? Is it Easter Sunday? Yeah. Oh, jeez, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be heaving. Marathon Stadium or yeah. whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be yeah. packed. Jones, yeah. It'll be packed. Uh, the last game we're going to preview, Jared, is Tigers versus the Eels. And as we mentioned uh, on Monday, Woody doesn't get a seat back on the couch until the Tigers win. He's rostered off again. Um, can the, Might be can a long it, year. Can, the, can it get any worse than what's oh, going yeah. on at the Tigers? Like that whole uh, Anzac Day jersey. And that was a debacle. That was all time. Two yeah. Americans. So <laughs> yeah. for those who don't know out there, they've done the promo and with their new jersey, they've got to print it up and it's two American soldiers on the front of our Anzac Day commemorative jersey. With and a not, pommy, with a pommy John Bateman. That, yeah, they used John Bateman as the guy to um, promote the game. He's a pommy. Like Water you know, balls up. Come on, boys. And Seriously. Then they, and then they said, oh, no, 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 we, we consulted with a particular, you know, barrack somewhere or, you know, which that was a lie. So it was all just – and then they sort of backtracked and said, oh, well, it's a commemorative jersey, not the Anzac jersey. Um, that Justin Pascoe, he's in all sorts at the moment, isn't he? He's... Well, talking to Woody this morning, and, I mean, it is in the press, is, uh, is there protests on Monday? They're apparently protesting at the game. What, the fans? Yeah, fans. fans. Just the whole – No, the... They, they, want, they want the board gone. They just want Pasco and and uh, and the chairman gone because they've overseen the whole ten year debacle. And how's this? The other day at the press conference, not one um, you know, administrative yeah. official there. All the players copying Clemmer, all these Clemmer questions. Clemmer had to kind of take the heat, like saying, "Oh, you know, they're doing a good job. They're good blokes. Um, you know, yes, it was a mistake, but we just want to get out there and you know repay the fans. What do you think about the 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 fans protesting? Yeah, you know, we 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 get the fact that they're disappointed like to think that they there was no really one there. Well, they were just yeah. put put out to the to the slaughter. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, a couple of key points here, guys. I mean, firstly, they put out a press release yesterday to say that they were going to update and change the jersey, and it was signed by nobody. So clearly nobody wants to take responsibility. <laughs> as much as, as that's you a put big... put out a press release and no, nobody signed as, it. I love that. As much as that's a big error, somebody's got to own it and take some responsibility and it should be the CEO and it didn't occur. Secondly, they then go to a, uh, a photo shoot and use an Englishman for uh, an Anzac Day jumper, which is just, just brainless. <laughs> Did you see Bateman and interviewed? He, just, he, he looked like an absolute muppet because he just didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> And, okay. and then the, I think he said, I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and then the next step is yesterday they have a, you know, they put these players up for the media um, discussion. And clearly it's, you don't have to be half smart to know what all the questions were going to be about. And so that was the occasion where either the media manager or the CEO stands there, takes the heat out of the discussion, answer questions, gets bashed around the head for all the right reasons and then put the players in front to talk about the game. And it was just really, really poor stuff. Now, if we talk about the board, I'll tell you a couple of things. The guy who actually runs the board has no face in the media. He's actually a very smart man, but he's the boss of West Ashfield Leagues Club, right? He's he's the power play man. Um, the chairman and the CEO and the board all answer to the, uh, the West Ashfield side of the board, but it's a splintered board, and one would question how much smarts they have about the intelligence of running a football club as opposed to a business. And then, as I said a couple of weeks ago, I mean, fish rot from the head down. I mean, you know, Jack Gibson has said so many times, if you haven't got it right at the top and in the front office, forget then the flow-on effect of how we try and get it right on the football field. And it's just a perfect example. If we go back through this list of the West Tigers and the players that they've signed over the last 12 months – 
they should be performing so much better. I mean, they've got the current origin hooker at number nine. I mean, Papalihi and Bateman are two international footballers playing in the back row. You know, I mean, they've, they've got guys in across their backs and other signings that they've made that are very credible first-grade footballers. The whole thing from front door to back door is just embarrassing. Haven't heard you this fired up for a while, Joe. Yeah, good. This is good. Oh, mate, I, I, I hate footy clubs that are just a basket case. So should we preview the game or is it just deals by 20? Well, I hope so. I made the yields the best of the week, so 20 oh, I'd be happy best bet, with. is it? So we're best bet it's giving the... how much start? 12 and a half, 13? 12 and a half, yeah. Well, if we go through I the yields, they get, lame back. they get lame back this week. They got Matheson back last week. So all of a sudden they're getting um, forwards back. Um, Paulo uh, Barlow is clearly the, the, the key missing link. But with those two guys back, it's now a better rotation and a, a better middle. Lane on the left edge will start to give Brown a little bit more room to play. And I thought Brown's game last week was the best he's played this season. They come off a really tough form line. The Roosters, the Panthers, the Eagles, the Sharks, the Storm. They'd be the best one-from-five team we've seen in a competition for many years. And surely they have to drop back a level to then be playing the Tigers, who are struggling so much, and just leave points. Now, I'm sure the Tigers um, for the first 20 to 30 minutes go with this game and, and try and offer an improved effort, but you just keep doing what the Storm did last week and happened the week before against the Tigers. You just send everything at their left edge because it opens like a swinging door and you can just put players through there and score at will. And For mine, the Eels, and I hope they stack the points up. The, the Tigers did win this corresponding game last year against all odds. They, they also right, did oh, beat five. the Broncos last year. True. But if you're anyway. if you're um, Brad Arthur, are you are you kind of referencing that? Are you saying you know boys? Shit, oh hell yeah, yeah. you're going yeah. boys. Do we're, not we're, take this light. But yeah. also they're just searching for confidence too. Yeah, you yeah. know the years, I reckon yeah. lanes lanes are big in. They've missed him big time, Parra. Mm. It was funny the other day. I, I know the Eels. The Eels got beat by eight last week, and I thought the Roosters left a little bit out there and should have won a bit more comfortably. But I will say the last couple of weeks the Eels are much closer to the good of good form that we know is capable in them. They beat the Panthers the week before, which has got to stack up strongly. Uh, and Arthur, I think, is uh, is up them for the rent over the last couple of weeks about getting another winning result because he's prepared to make change and drop Wagga Blake out of the centres, thank goodness, and that'll tighten things up defensively. Um, with Lane back, I think that adds a little bit more to their attack. Um, yeah, anything 80 to 90% of what the yields are capable of they win this and should win comfortably. Beautiful. Um, so what do we like for unders-overs this week as far as points-wise? Oh, listen, I think the obvious one, I, I did think, as I mentioned, that there's points in the game at the Storm Roosters tonight. I thought 39.5 is way too low. Uh, that game just profiles to me like the Roosters' eels last week where we saw late points in the last 20 minutes. So I did like that one. And, listen, I think the Titans-Dragons game, defensively optional, they'll leave that the dressing room and... Um, I'm sure we'll see 50-something points there. Neither of those two teams um, like defending, and there'll be lots of attack, and I think that's the other one where we'll see plenty of points. What's that great stat on, on the Dragons when they travel interstate? Lost 15 of the last 16 when they get on a plane. Oh, dear me. Can they get a train up there or can they get a hitchhike up? Yeah, uh, we're running I'll be a getting convoy. A long bus. You got to mix it up. We're going to run a convoy. Get them up to the Titans. They're going to win. Uh, and what's the uh, what's the all up Chinese uh, Chinese dinner for Woody? Woody, well, need, Woody needs something. 
Yeah, Woody does too. Uh, well, I've gone something a little left field here, guys. Uh, so this this might be worth ten or twenty dollars. Uh, it's near eleven bucks all up multi. So the the two winners I think should be clear cut. Uh, um, the rabbits. I think they'll dust up the Bulldogs because the Bulldogs are so under strength, and I think the Broncos will do a similar number through the Raiders. So let's take the Rabbits 13 plus and take the Broncos 13 plus, and then add into your same game Maldives at Top Sport. The Trill Mitchell is an anytime try scorer for the Rabbits, and I think Tony Staggs will absolutely have a bath down that right edge for <laughs> the Broncos. So let's add those two. So we've got South 13 plus into Latrell Mitchell. Broncos 13 plus into Katoni Stags, all up. That's 10.51 at Top Sport. You only have to have 20 bucks on that, and that should pay for a nice Chinese over the weekend. Mm. I'm on. Yeah, good. Hopefully, Woody uh, listens to It'll this. It'll take me half an hour to talk Woody through that bet, but yeah. I'll, I'll make sure he's on. And um, and what are your tips, Jared? Because uh, we're sort of, I don't know, Barnsley, you and I ha- hanging in there. Sats, are you going to help out in this tipping comp? Please. I'm two behind you, Blake. Oh, actually, yeah, on that, we, uh, we shout Alex Workman, who won the... Oh, uh, good. You shout him in gifts on um, Tuesday of our Johnny Gannon's training session. He was happy. Uh, oh, he was stoked. Yeah, yeah he was stoked. So yeah, he's, got, um, he's got all the ball and all apparel and uh, vouchers to restaurants all around the North Coast, so that's good. Um, awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Who are we going to take? Roosters, Rabbits. So, Jared, you're liking Roosters, Rabbits, Cowboys, Panthers, Broncos, Titans and Warriors, Eels. Yeah, listen, I, I thought the, the, the Titans-Dragons game, you could go either way. And I can see that the Knights at home are going to be difficult to beat for the Warriors. But, yeah, Roosters by six tonight. The Rabbits by 14. Cowboys, Cowboys by six. I do think the Dolphins will give themselves a bit, um, bit more of a show this week. Panthers by 10 at home. Broncos by 20 at home. Titans, Dragons, as I said, I just lent to the Titans because they're back at home, but anything could win that. The Warriors, and then I thought the Eels can round it out on Monday. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, we've, uh, we've got to work out when, when we're going to use our Joker too, boys. What is it, round? Yeah. Round six is yeah, what and it, yeah. and I'll be using off. my as round 24. <laughs> well, we've got to combine because we're going to pay well, out I, round nine, round the only 18. Thing, the only thing with that is it might be too late. You know what I mean? You might be... You, you, your your theory is use it later in the season, hey? Always. Okay. Well, you, <laughs> well I'm hang, I'm every week. I want to use mine, but I just that rings in my ears. So don't let it ring in your ears. If you want, if you reckon yours is ready to go, take it. Yeah, use That's it. just my theory. And I've never won a tipping comp. Right, Jerry. Boys, just just to finish. Um, the, the Whiten story is clearly one out there and taking up a bit of space in the media, in particular by News Limited. Um, if my mail is right of the last couple of days, and from somebody who I certainly trust, um, I would suggest that uh, Whiten to the Dolphins is what's going to unfold, and that will just cause a shower storm down in Canberra. If they're losing their, their captain and their international after 14 years at the club, and he's going to take the coin and and want to relocate and go to the Dolphins, uh, that is a big story. Geez, that'd be very upsetting for their coach. Yeah, it doesn't take much to get him upset, does it? He'd be fired up. Well, I mean, he went there at, what, 14, 15, and he's been there for how old's White now? Is he 30. nearly 30? So Where's he from? 15, 16 originally? years. I know his know. wife's son, Is he South Coast? Coast? Where's he yeah, from? I, I think he's I think he's from around that area. So, yeah, um, but I, I I suspect that his wife and her family are from uh, the Sunshine Coast. So you know, it looks very attractive. I mean, 
gee, if you were getting paid a million a year, it wouldn't be real hard to want to relocate and live up around uh, Redcliffe or Sandgate and um, take the money and set yourself up for the future. So you reckon the deal's done? He's, he is going to, going to play under Wayne Bennett? Listen, in this game, a deal's never done, but certainly the mail is that it's uh, very strong that that's what will unfold. I'll tell you what will be interesting, boys. If he signs, if his contract at the Dolphins is similar to what the Raiders are reportedly offering, which is, I think it's 1.1 over four years. Is that right? So, a four, uh, sorry, 1.1 a year over four years, four-year deal, which is a pretty good, but they, but, pretty but, good but offer. But I think the, the mail Jared's getting is that that has, hadn't even been hasn't tabled. Hasn't been tabled. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. also, Sats, I think just... You know, j- just think about where the story comes from. Yeah. Like, who's who's Ricky's best mate in the press? I mean, did you see him on yeah. NRL 360 the other night, like, absolutely unload on mm-hmm. on the Panthers about, you know, about Cleary's comment in the press conference? Like, just absolute crap. Yeah. Like, oh, like, there's been a – I think we'll find there's been a very deliberate game of deflection. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and pumping along a story that might not necessarily be there. And, and you know, I, I would suggest that, you know, if the Raiders came back with a counteroffer, as I understand it at the moment, White was looking at staying if he took the option at about 900 a year. Um, now, he could probably command 1.1, 1.2 if he went to a lesser club. I'm sure the Dolphins are probably going to end up somewhere around a mil. Uh, it wouldn't be hard for the Raiders to come back at a mil or 1.1. I don't think that's the key issue here for White. I think yeah. it's um, a change of scenery. Geographical. Get up the Barnsley, did, did Adam O'Brien t- tap you on the shoulder this week to make a comeback? At, Shut up. At 5'8"? Uh, I can't even get through a training session, Mate, let alone the, an NRL game. At those numbers, Sats and I are happy to manage you. Yeah. Oh, you, you, can, you, can, you can take 100 and we'll take 900, Sats. <laughs> match payments. What do you get for a match these days? Oh, well, they don't have match payments, do they, any, any yeah, more? Yeah, they, they still do. Do they? I think they still do, yeah. I reckon, yeah. I reckon you would be a better player than Phoenix Crossland, 100%. Shut up. No way. Easily. No way. <laughs> Easily. Phoenix will carry the Knights home to victory. Come on, Phoenix. Come on, Phoenix. <laughs> right, Jared. thank you very much for the contribution. The feedback is enormous uh, from uh, from the start of the NRL season. If you want to uh, follow your bets, and actually mm. you've got to sharpen up because we didn't get the best bet up last week either. That was looking no, good. We didn't. At halftime, I was dead set in the, 20 in the queue. It was, it was all over. That was the, well, that hey, was the last on leg fire. of the multi. We were all sweet. Yeah. You were and ready to collect. They imploded. Mate, Who were you? At 20 nil, I was sitting at the bar buying uh, double shot gins and then just watching it and crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you went off too early. Oh, right, oh, well, we'll, uh, we, yeah, well, I suppose we'll, no, well, Monday there's a game, isn't there? So do we, does that mean we do Tuesday? I don't know. We, what do we do Tuesday, I don't mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll work it out. Happy Easter, gentlemen. See you, right, mate. Thank you, Jared. Jared. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. Okay, well, I think the only other thing to talk about this week is the Masters. We touched on it on Monday, but let's just have some stats. There's oh. surfing on too, Condé, remember? Well, it's only just started. True, So true. there's nothing to talk about yet. Yeah, true, We'll talk true. about that on Ethan Monday Ewan's for sure. Ethan just blazing He's on it. fire. Blazing a new one? one right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, semi-final last year, I think, Ethan, didn't he? And then he... And he, I think that that heat last year, he sat waiting and he, yeah, it went he really slow. He, I mean, his surfing just suits that Bell's Bowl, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you can just see beautiful right now. Carves just, and, yeah, he's you on can fire. Watch, linking it up. Watch that all day. You can watch Ben Sattler out there. <laughs> Please. He's, uh, he's on fire. The Aussie Brazilian. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so on to the Masters. So, Satsi, you asked me to pull some of these stats out uh, for today's, uh, today's episode. So, for a seven-day competition, these stats are staggering. Merchandise tent, how much do you reckon they turn over? Seventy million dollars merchandise tent. So what so would that be? They take eight hundred shirts. Yeah, yeah, polos. And so there's you, only you forty thousand people allowed into the grounds each day. Each day. How in the hell do they turn over? 
Yeah. Yep. 40. Well, that's huge. What, I can yeah. see you doing the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like brain's brain's That's $850,000 per hour. Seventy million. What are they buying? What are they buying there? You can buy anything: coffee cups, you know, ball markers, polos, spray jacket. So what's the one thousand seven hundred and fifty per person? So there's people, blokes, obviously loading up. Oh, I I definitely spent that the year I went. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, what's the dinner? What's Scotty Scotty having for dinner this week? Oh yeah, it's something stupid. I don't know. Yeah, some Texas thing. Yeah, I did have a look. The reports were that Phil Mickelson just sat like a naughty boy at the end of the table and didn't talk to anyone. Really? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Has Phil anyway, got any friends in the tour or what? I don't think he has any more. Uh, the what? food and you know, and that, that and actually, and uh, uh, the chairman came out today and did his you know State of the Union speech that he does every year, and he made a he made a very very uh, loud point that uh, Greg Norman was not invited. Yeah, I was disappointed with that. Yeah, me too. Do you reckon he he thought he should have been invited? I reckon uh, he would have felt a bit left out. Yeah, anyway. Uh, now, the, 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 ne- the next question over the weekend, how many mm. viewers do you reckon the Masters gets? Like TV? Mm. <sighs> 10 to 12 million. That's in the US alone, eh? So yeah. worldwide it'd have to be it's far ridiculous. more than that. Yeah. And Is that t- that much though? Like really when you think about it? Because Well, if you go to the NC AAA, the women's basketball final the other day had yeah. 12 million viewers. Yeah, right. That's so final it's sort of in yeah. line, yeah. I think. Big yeah, following. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the interesting thing for this one, which is uh, I think they've only let the cat out of the bag this year, is the TV rights, Augusta only signs TV rights for international, which is 25 mil a year. And ESPN and CBS uh, pay nothing for the TV rights, uh, which they reckon is worth about $100 million. So, And the reason Augusta do that is so that they can control the, uh, the broadcast. But why, would, why? in what way? Just for the, to make sure that the right messages gets out? Or... Oh, the right holes are shown and because right, they're just okay. so finicky. And Look, so at the end of the day, they do it well, mate. So I don't give a shit how they do it. Like, yeah. It is one of the best. It is the one golf event I'll turn on and watch. And you 100%. know what it's like? It's almost like going to Macca's. You know what you're going to get. Yep. You know you're getting the same holes, the history, the <laughs> yeah. bloody everything. It's like, <laughs> it's like going you know what you're getting. Exactly. Yeah, it's got to be the, the only tournament that I'd sit down there and put it on for the four days. Yeah. And this year coincides with Easter. I mean, oh. how good. Has yeah. that ever happened before or has it yeah, happened recently? Yeah, it happens every couple of years. I Does think. it? Yeah. yeah, okay. It's always around this first or second week in, in uh, April. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that's a wrap. Um We've got four days off, so Satsy, you get probably about seven. <laughs> oh, give him a break. He's the hardest working man <laughs> oh, mate. in the <laughs> I tell you what, I, I just I know I said it the other day. Is there a better time anywhere in the world than than April, May on the north coast? Oh, just the surf nah, season. I think you're, I the, think you're right. The, you know the the climate, like the. Well, that's why Woody's not here. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's why we probably surfing. won't see him for a couple of weeks. Barnsley, you're off to Dubbo. Dub Vegas, yes. Yeah. Yep. Homer, Matty Burton and a few others out that way. All the Wellington crew. Yeah, no, going to see some family, so should be good. Giddy Looking up. Look forward to it. Good right, on, well, we'll be back uh, bright and early on either Monday or Tuesday. We'll work it out over the weekend, so that might just be you or me. Could be. It depends when Woody's back. If the Tigers get a win, Tuesday, if He's not, back on. Yeah, he's straight back <laughs> on. be any time. <laughs> Thanks, right. boys. Happy okay. Easter, boys. Hooray. Happy Easter. <laughs>